Welcome to the Samadhi Podcast. My name is Dasetu and I am the host of the podcast and teacher at Samadhi. First, before we begin this week's topic, just wanted to give a quick apology for not uploading a podcast last week. I was preparing to start a retreat, so I'm engaging in an eight-week solitary retreat um, guided by Lama Alan Wallace. So that's just why I haven't uploaded anything last week. Um, now this week I'm going to be talking about why we should meditate. So why we should practice meditation. One thing I've been asked is, you know, I, I enjoy meditation, but sometimes I can find it difficult to just find the motivation or, or keep a regular meditation practice. So, so why should I have a regular meditation practice? What, what's the reason so to develop the wish to meditate and the motivation to practice, we first need to understand why we should meditate. And I would say not just why we should meditate, but why actually we need to meditate. So meditation is a way of calming the mind, a way of relaxing and bringing stillness and peace to our life. But it is also so much more than that. Meditation is a way of transforming our life, of taking control of our mind and developing a positive approach to life. So we're all seeking happiness in our lives. The reason we get out of bed in the morning, why we go to work, why we spend time with this person and not that person, you know, everything we do is guided by our desire to be happy, to feel pleasure and to avoid being sad, to avoid being bored, to avoid experiencing the things that we just don't want to experience. But we currently don't have the happiness and the peace that we seek. Or at least the happiness and pleasure that we do experience is temporary and it's brittle. You know, it, it doesn't last. It's easily destroyed. You know, we can be feeling really positive and really happy and then, you know, a small thing happens or uh, someone says something and it's, you know, it's brittle, it's gone, just like that. And that is because we're looking for our happiness and our pleasure in the wrong place. As one of my teachers, Lama Alan Wallace, often says, when we wanted to understand the stars and the planets, you know, we built the technology, the telescope, to be able to look directly at them. And by looking at them directly, we discovered their nature. You know, we discovered that the planets go around the sun. Not that everything revolves around the Earth, as was first thought, you know, and, and other theories. So we sought to understand something. So we looked at it. We looked at them directly. And we built our theories based on that. And then we, we developed the technology to understand it. We developed the telescope and our telescopes got better and better and we looked at it more closely, more, more closely, more directly. And then we understood it. Now, if we want to understand how to be happy, how happiness arises, how positive thoughts arise, then we should look at them directly with the right technology. Meditation is that technology. By way of meditation, we don't just calm the mind, find some relaxation, find some peace. 
we probe right into the very nature of the mind and thoughts and see, ah, this is how happiness, this is how pleasure arises in my mind. We see it directly. This is how pain, this is how unpleasant feelings arise in my mind. This is how they develop. This is powerful. This is transformative. You know, modern psychology, modern science, neuroscience, it's wonderful and it's done many things, helped us to understand behavior and the brain and, you know, many other things. But Western science has done very little to illuminate the mind because they don't look at the mind itself. They only look outward. They look to behavior. They look to the brain. And although there is correlation between the mind and the brain, that is for certain, to say that the mind is the brain with no evidence is, well, makes no sense. It, you know, to say that the brain is the mind is, is a leap of faith. There is no evidence. You know, where is the evidence to say that, you know, in, in this blob in our head, when you put electricity, fat and water together, consciousness should pops up. Uh, you know, it's just absurd. One forward thinking scientist, uh, his name escapes me right now, but he compared it to rubbing the lamp and the genie popping out. There is no science that says the brain is the mind. It's just an assumption. And it's, it's believed by mere faith. So... Western science has done very little to actually illuminate the mind because they don't look at the mind itself. But to understand something, you must look directly at it, not at behavior, not at the brain. You must look directly at it. If you want to understand how to be happy, how to control your thoughts, how your mind works, then you need to look at these things. Look at the mind directly. Look at my thoughts. Look at your thoughts even. Look at happiness itself. We need to look at these things. When we first try to meditate, we notice that our mind is all over the place. This experience shows us how little control we have over our mind. And having so little control over our mind is the reason why we experience negative feelings and are just unable to be happy. We have bad habits. You know, when something goes wrong, when someone says something we don't like, let's say they, they insult us, they, they hurt our ego, we have an automatic reaction. You know, it's a bad habit and it's painful and it hurts. Someone says something negative about us and it hurts. But it's not the only reaction available to us. It's not the only option we have. But without looking at the mind, without understanding the mind, and without understanding thoughts, we, we don't even know that there are other options. So, I would argue that meditation is more than just a fun way to relax. It's an essential practice. It's essential if we want to experience our deepest wish, which drives our day-to-day -day life. The wish to have lasting happiness and be free from all painful feeling. All positive feelings, happiness, joy, and love, 
just like all negative feelings like sadness, worry, anger, stress, they are experiences of the mind. And because they are experiences of the mind, their causes and their remedies are not to be found outside the mind. And don't take my word for it. Don't believe anything anyone tells you just because it's in a book or it's said on a podcast. You know, Buddha always said, Ehi Pasi, come and see and find out for yourself. Because even, you know, just hearing this from someone else isn't going to transform your mind anyway. You need to realize this for yourself. And maybe I'm wrong. But only by exploring this yourself will you know. I can tell you with certainty that, that this is true. But you should investigate it for yourself. Begin in meditation. Settle your body, your speech, your mind in a state of dynamic equilibrium. Gain deep concentration, samadhi. And then probe the important questions. Investigate the nature of thoughts, of feelings. Investigate where they come from. In, in what way do they appear? What are their characteristics? Where do they go? And you will see for yourself. You will see the true nature, the true face of your thoughts. Outside events, people, problems, our day-to-day -day life are merely triggers for the thoughts and feelings that we experience. But the process by which thoughts and feelings develop and the way that we experience them is solely a mental process. A series of events that take place in the mind. If we want to be truly happy and free from this painful feeling, we must learn how to control our mind. We must see the true nature of thoughts, the true nature of our mind for ourselves. And then we must use the technology, meditation, to develop our mind. To remove the bad habits of mind that we have had since beginningless time, the ones that have brought us pain and sorrow and misery, and instead replace them with new habits, positive habits, which bring us only joy. So that when someone does say something that we don't like, when someone, you know, outwardly insults us, our automatic reaction is not for our ego to become big and for us to feel, feel pain, feel insulted. But instead, we can, we can let it go, truly let it go, not, not pretend like it's okay and rise above it, try not to think about it, but genuinely for it to not hurt us, for it to not harm us. Meditation is this inner protection. Through meditation, we gain control of our feelings, of our minds. And by gaining control of our thoughts, our feelings, our minds, we protect ourselves. We protect ourselves from the things that life throws at us. Life cannot harm you if you have the inner protection of meditation. So, in essence, why should we meditate? Why should you be meditating? Well, you want to be happy don't you?
want to thank you for listening to this week's podcast. As always, if you have any questions, um, please feel free to send them to us at info at samadhi.org.uk. And if you have any comments or anything, please feel free to send those through. Um, the practice for this week, uh, if you click through to the next podcast, is going to be the practice of settling body, speech, and mind. Um, this practice can be used as a meditation in itself, or it can be used sort of as a preliminary to a uh, meditation. But I think it is a fantastic practice, which is um, a really great way to start any meaningful activity um, and really kind of ground yourself in the present moment. So uh, I hope you enjoy that practice. Thank you.